Oh, he's a he's a like a beefcake. I mean, he's like virtuoso jazz saxophonist <laughs> and also karate teacher. A karate saxist. Yeah. More TV show theme songs need sax solos performed by the lead actor of the show. And they hit us with that sax and his hair is blowing in the wind and I'm like having depth perception would be useful as a superhero even if the one remaining eye is like high tech and filled with lasers. And he he blasts the noose with his eye blazer. Get the internet devil who's running for mayor. The fall of this guy's political career shakes out in the course of like four days. He's just he's just prancing about shallowly erotic in a laughable way (laughs) and they're about to finger bang each other tortured him to death and he like turned into like pixels or whatever when he died yeah it was pretty sad that sounds like how can that happen in a show that came out in 1994 he can't possibly win right so it it ends with political intrigue with a uh a side of child kidnapping (laughs) this happens all the time yeah Exactly. I don't think it does. <laughs> everybody is licking their wounds over how bad everybody's political um, events went, and he gets beat up by clowns. Fucking checks his pages. His real father is, like, dead now because the internet devil, like, captured him and made, put his soul online on the AOLs. He fucking dies. Holy shit, this is, like, disturbingly dark. I gotta go. My hologram has a time limit. Beep, boop, boop. The details are not important. We've seen it all before, so let's reload on a very special episode of shows that suck and shows that blowed. Buckle up, buttercup, it's a bumpy road. Going deep inside the Great journey. Um, I didn't write anything. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many things to say about names. Yeah. And and you don't want to say them all at once. I mean, but we're going to. We're going to do a whole podcast of saying it. I guess where to begin. Um, This is a very forward-thinking piece. Hello. Hello, dear listeners of a very special episode. It is that show. I am your host this evening, Carolyn Maine. With me as is frequently is somebody who has a bitchin' mullet. Uh, Austin Garten, I guess. <laughs> yeah, sup, buddy? Uh, with me, as is often in real life, but seldom on the podcast, is my real-life husband, and he uh, senses jazz and crime. Yeah, I was struck by lightning 
on a trolley and it gave me the ability to sense jazz crimes. What's your name? My name is Aaron Walker it's and I go by Jarvatron on the internet. It's just Twitter, but yeah, fucking tweeted him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, your host this evening, am Carolyn Maine and I am a lady cop or something on the go. Uh, this is a pretty great introduction. It's a perfect way to introduce a really forward-thinking television show. It features things that have become popular since, uh, like superheroes and um, red hats and... <laughs> I was going to say, and blatantly Nazi-inspired politicians. Yeah, that's come up. And, you know, the concept of an internet devil, which I think might be in play. And if this all sounds bizarre and crazy, you're not crazy. The show is crazy. And it's a little forgotten nothing of a show called <laughs> Motherfucking Nightman. Um, Aaron, we're going to get to you because you I brought in again as my spouse who watches <laughs> amazing and terrible television while you nap in the living room, generally. Mm -hmm. yep. I catch a little bit of it, but you are the one who holds the water for Nightman in the world, I think, right now. I, yeah, I might be the only person who cares about Nightman in the universe. Yeah. I, 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 like, I watch a, bad, a lot of bad television, and I was really obsessed with um, Viper, mm -hmm. uh, which is mm -hmm. a mm -hmm. crime show. And all of these things had heavy product integration from the newly reformed Fiat Chrysler company. So they had, <laughs> so Viper had the Dodge Viper in it. The Chrysler and, Viper. And the Nightman got the Plymouth Prowler, the weird, like, roadster-looking car, the, like, fake, okay. fake old-fashioned-y-looking hot rod car. Oh, it kind of looks like a Phantom Cruiser, doesn't it? No. Okay. Well, like a Phaeton, like, oh, it's got weird raised fenders. It's a very stupid-looking car. Stupid. <laughs> Um, but, but Johnny Domino gets to drive it for whatever reason, and it is loosely based on a Malibu comic of Everyone's the favorite. You got your Marvel men, your other one fans, and then your... fans, and then Malibu, Malibu right? <laughs> um, and Malibu ended up getting absorbed by Marvel. I was, oh. uh, yeah, I was interested to see that at the beginning, the title credits of this one, it says, based on a Marvel comic book. Yeah, my, my, my note on that was, okay, I guess, but just barely. <laughs> <laughs> right? like, I think, I think this series came out. The TV show came out, like, within a year of Marvel's acquisition of Malibu. It's like, well, I guess you're not wrong, but just barely. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. They, they were they were leaning into that hard. And I think the reason was, this is, this is internet uh, here tell. Here we go. That the, um, the reason for it was that the contracts that Malibu writers had gave, did not, differentiate between the amount of money that they got for sales of their intellectual property as comic books versus sales of their intellectual property as movies. So it would be very expensive to make movies and television series out of Malibu products until they were purchased by Marvel and all those contracts were ripped up. Oh, okay. So, Aaron, you're going to be our relative Nightman expert, and mm. you can also know things about comic books mm. if you want. Uh, and I, of course, only know the show through walking past you. So I've, like, looked at it, <laughs> shook my head, and got my coffee, like, a hundred times. But that's about it. And I've listened to some of your ravings because 
And you showed me a clip from the show before, and I'm like, this episode, I'm like, okay, we'll explore that. And it's the opening clip, and we'll get there. Yeah. Austin, you like comic books in real life. Have you ever heard of The Nightman? Um, I have heard of The Nightman. I can <laughs> say that this was my first encounter with Nightman, the television show. Certainly. Um, <laughs> I, I, was a, I was aware of the show's existence, thanks in large part to it being advertised on the backs of comic books that right. I was reading. Right, yes. Um, Direct you know, advertising, yeah. Right, on the flip side, you, you know, on the back side, back cover, you'd have a, a nice Nightman advertisement. <laughs> um, and frankly, you know, this this came out, I think, 98, 99. Um, right. if, if DVRs were pervasive then, I probably 100% would have watched it. In terms of just like, hey, it's a superhero TV show. I have to watch this. If it were on VHS, yeah. <laughs> right, but back then it was, you know, you really you kind of had to go out of your way to find this stuff and, and follow it. And I had no strong connection to Nightman, the comic book character at the time. So that wasn't enough to hook me. But if I had an easy way to watch it back then, just, on, just by virtue of being a superhero show, I probably would have checked it out. But <laughs> I, I didn't. Um, yeah. I know of... I know of Nightman, the Malibu character. Um, obviously, once Marvel bought them, there were several uh, crossover issues. I'm pretty mm. sure Nightman teamed up with Wolverine in a comic book. I'll have to review on my website at oh, some point. Oh, please time. do tag us. I want to know how Wolverine likes jazz. There's a whole thing where, like, the Infinity Gems. You remember from that movie everyone saw last oh, year? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was just last year. Oh. Um, those <laughs> gems ended up in the Malibu universe at one point and were part of a crossover. And um, yeah, he had to go they, back in time and take Nightman's mullet to prevent the Thanos thing. Exactly, exactly. And the the rumor on the internet for many, many, many years has always been that Marvel bought Malibu to get their coloring process, that they had like this exclusive or this this like cutting edge computer coloring process and that's basically they bought them took control of that and then just shut everything down about a year later yeah uh, but that is not true that is not mm. why they bought the company they bought malibu basically everyone's like like people that worked at marvel at the time were saying if we wanted the coloring process we would have just hired away the colorists and it would have been a lot cheaper um <laughs> they did it they, for nightman right austin well, they did it so that DC didn't get Nightman. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah. DC was circling buying Malibu. And if DC bought Malibu, it would give the newly formed like DC-Malibu combo a larger market share than Marvel had. And so they essentially bought Malibu to keep DC from buying Malibu so they could continue to have the, the biggest market share. Makes sense. All right. So that's what I know about Nightman. That's a lot. That's pretty good. That's more than nothing, which is what you'll find with most people. I remember my innocent pre-Nightman days. <laughs> Aaron, I had this thought about you that the way you like bad television is like the way a dog likes a bad smell. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like you'll just get there and roll in it like a giant horse turd that you yeah. find on the path. I definitely got into this one hard, right? Like, so I watch a lot of, like, single episodes, two episodes of bad TV, but Some, I watched yeah, this we'll one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, went back and watched, yeah. I watched this entire series twice, is when I, like, that was the, <laughs> my first fucking thing with it. Um, because it is, 
it is just so very extra. It is like, <laughs> it is too much comic book. It has every <laughs> single thing that you have in comic books all at once. It's all of the flavors of soda at once. You yeah, know, it's, it's a graveyard for sure. A jazz graveyard. It's actually <laughs> yeah. about the plot lines that they don't follow. Oh. <laughs> well, it, it was, it's funny that you say that because like, at various times throughout just this episode, yeah, just. it felt like it was emulating like each of the four late 80s 90s batman movies yes like there were there were times where it was being just like you know quasi hardcore and dark and then times where it was just being like goofy and campy and times where it was being like shallowly erotic in a laughable way yeah then, oh that's a good genre like, yeah. yeah tone <laughs> yeah, there was some Heath Leather Heath Ledger Joker shit in the opening scene for sure. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So uh before we just dive in and we've had a lot of fun talking about the preamble, but just to let you know, um my notes for this one look like a Bronner soap advertisement <laughs> on the side of the soap. It got pretty dense and I think the best way to handle this somewhat convoluted series of nightmare, as you said, Aaron, is just to kinda of go through rough shots. So if I go through something just back it up everybody we'll right. figure right. out this jazz together i mean we'll we'll review it the way they seemingly wrote it <laughs> slapdash <laughs> haphazard and pretty fucked yes, up exactly <laughs> so when i say the fifth political rally that we participated in the episode you better believe there's going to be political rallies <laughs> there are a lot of political rallies in a Mid for, for a late 90s superhero TV show filmed in Vancouver. Man, there's like three distinct candidates. We follow their whole career. Yeah, it's, right? it's trying to be very realistic about politics. Like, <laughs> While a guy with a mullet and a red eye is running around punching things and traveling into the internet. That's his crime eye, right? Yeah, crime. Does that say crime? crime? His crime? Hey, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I did, yeah. I, I, I uh, enlisted the Cracked Research team oh, to mm. give me the 411 on Nightman's abilities after I watched the episode. Yeah. It was not, it was not terribly clear, but my understanding <laughs> is that the the lightning bolt that hit him on the streetcar robbed him of the ability to sleep. Yeah. But gave him the ability to, like, sense evil. Yeah. But that everything else he does in this episode, like, fly around and shoot laser beams out of his one red eye is all the result of a, like, Iron Man-esque super suit that he wears. That is, that's accurate. The that's laser is from the suit? I thought that was part of his lightning. No. Wow. No, so. Wow, okay. So Johnny Domino is the confluence Which, of. great name, by the way. Stupendous. I might call him Johnny Jazz this whole time. But yeah, Johnny Domino is like a hunky dude with the mullet. And he's white, right? Yeah. Oh, he's a he's a like a beefcake. I mean, he's yeah. He's about six miles wide and two feet tall, and a huge chin, like a front porch yeah. of a chin. He looks he looks one hundred percent like he's gonna try and sell you personal trainer time as an <laughs> upsell at the gym. Yes. And I looked up uh, I looked up the actor who plays him, Matt McCollum, mm -hmm. um, who's been in. I mean, he's been, no one's heard of him. <laughs> But but he's been a working actor for a number of years. But it is telling that he has more stunt credits than he has acting credits. Mm. Oh, I bet he's a good stunt actor. 
Yeah, he has lots of stunt credits <laughs> compared to his acting. <laughs> he was an agent in, in uh, one of the Matrix sequels. Oh, very uh, cool. We're going to okay. have to slow down some footage. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my big takeaway where I was like, oh, he was he was a random dude in the Matrix movie. Yeah, the only thing I would add into mm-hmm. that origin story, right? Lightning hits him, he gets the ability to detect crime, um, takes away his ability to sleep. Before all this happened, he was a combination like virtuoso jazz saxophonist <laughs> okay. and also karate teacher. As one one is. Saxes. Yeah. (laughs) Whose father is a police officer, a detective (laughs) on the force. R.I.P. Yeah. And who, in in the course of the lightning striking him storyline, is also given a best friend, a best black friend named Raleigh, who happens to be a scientist who is building a soldier suit for the government that they'd want to turn... They're trying to, like, whistle blow on it, and he ends up being out in the cold, and now he just kind of lives with Nightman in Nightman's apartment now. Now they're just okay. good roommates. Yeah, they're just really good <laughs> friends. And so so he gives him a super suit on top of all of these things. He has oh, a suit He's that... like, hey, you're up all night. Why don't you wear this fucking suit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like, you're not fucking doing nothing. Learn how to fly this. I was doing jazz and karate, but okay. I'll try this. So he has a suit that allows him to fly. Okay. A, an eye beam that allows him to see in the night and blast lasers out of the eye beam. I want that. And then also a device on his belt that when activated allows him to project a very realistic hologram of himself into a room this is this may explain one of the plot points i <laughs> yep, did not understand yep. later he yep, has yep. this device which he frequently uses okay because here's the thing he's a jazz musician by night and also a superhero by night right so, like jazz musicians traditionally are yeah. <laughs> so he's performing at night so it it it, it kind of screws up the secret identity dichotomy yeah so the fact that he sleeps doesn't sleep at all it just means that he like has nothing to do all day <laughs> So all of these plots revolve around him having to do double team stuff at night. So he like will put on like an MP3 of him playing fucking jazz, and then this fucking saxophone plays with his band on stage, and they like imply that the band is totally just like, "Yep, that's Johnny." But jazz is about improvisation. He can't. You can't improvise with a hologram. That's what everyone said about Tupac. <laughs> I just, I love, yeah. I just love the notion that his superpower <laughs> makes it so that he can't sleep. But instead of like, it's like most superheroes, it's you know, like Spider-Man goes out at night and fights crime, and then he has to like fight to stay awake in school the next day because he was out late fighting crime, and it's like, you know, it's two jobs and all that. Like, no, no, he's just gonna sit around doing literally nothing during the day. And then cram both his civilian life and his superhero life into the night. That's why he's the nightman. What was what? That noise. 
him during the day he's like reading the internet and just like fucking around yeah those are his hours i have Mm -hmm. i have a couple questions and i'm sure we'll get to some of them or not or whatever first one is his friend named raleigh because he got zapped by lightning on a trolley oh (laughs) no i believe he has that name prior to the lightning zap maybe it's like a weird nickname that nightman gave him with his brain damage that's all Brain names, nightmare names, that, yeah, that yeah. works for me. Uh, we'll get to more about Raleigh, and then my other thing is, what did the lightning do to Johnny Jazz's jazz abilities? Did it, like, make him play the sexy sax better? Like, no, like, completely the same. It the lightning same? bolted him, and he now has the ability to detect crime. No other problems at all. Wow. Just, and it, it happened, like, lightning hit him while he was in the middle of saving a senator. Right, like, it was, like... He was, was just on the bus that he saved a senator. Yeah, he okay. was just... He, he just a hunk. He just happened to be on the trolley. The so time. the lightning, like, keyed off of his moral action when it decided <laughs> what 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 kind of powers to imbue him with. Righteous Exactly. Lightning. Funny you should say yeah. keyed, Austin, because we're going to need a keys in this. All right, we're diving in. Hold your noses, everybody. Ugh. Nightman. Uh, I don't know the episode or season, but this episode is called... People's Choice. Season 2, Episode 8, The People's Choice. Wow, thank you. Yeah, I just I didn't look it up this time. <laughs> <laughs> so we open in the Heath Ledger Joker sequence, and it's just crazy. <laughs> so there's a couple of horny teens with, like, good hair at make-out point, and they're in a car, and they're about to finger-bang each other. But then some fucking serious business Nixon-themed crime clowns just bust out of the bushes and uh, basically get all the way to lynching these people for like 10 minutes. For no discernible (laughs) reason. And you are stretching the term themed here. Right? (laughs) It is really just that there are two men in disgusting-looking clown masks like obviously just picked up from the back yeah. of some prop shack regular store clowns and then yeah. somebody in a oversized possibly richard <laughs> yeah. nixon mask and they don't like he's not like i'm opening the door to china he just like 
<laughs> shakes his fingers like the peace sign thing, like over and over and over again, and says, I am gonna kill ya. It's just really <laughs> weird. <laughs> and, his, and his two goons that are wearing the generic cloud masks, he introduces them and he's like, this is Agnew, and this is Bozo. And I'm like, okay, so <laughs> Agnew is a reference to Spiro Agnew, Nixon's mm-hmm. VP, even though it's not an Agnew mask, it's a clown mask, but whatever. But then the other guy is Bozo, which is just a clown name because he's wearing a clown mask. So it's like, wait, are you naming them after clowns or at or after Nixon things? It's it- called political commentary. Also. <laughs> <laughs> and for a brief moment, I got really excited that this was like a point break crossover. Mm. <laughs> that would be... Probably more and then fun. I, and, and then I was going to be really bummed that David missed this because <laughs> Point Break is his favorite movie of all time. Really? Wow. No, it's not. He absolutely hates it. Whatever <laughs> just went down his spine. <laughs> I'm going to say it like I believe it to him later. That will be fun. So, yeah, this fucking, this clown thing goes from 0 to 100 really fast and they don't keep their themes. Yeah, no. no. And they're not like robbing them or anything. There's no, I don't know what the motive is here i think i think it's another case of nightman being oddly prescient in that they called the spooky clown theme of 2017 or whatever the fuck when people would just like loiter just as scary clowns do you remember that problem (laughs) vaguely i would kind of prefer that problem to some of our now problems (laughs) i agree yeah. It all looks quaint in hindsight. Yeah, if only those problems were the problems from this episode that came forward into real life as opposed yeah. to the other ones. Yeah, so it that's, really did. That's what's the special part of this episode is spooky clown. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, the scene is crazy. Yeah, they, they they just kind of like threaten these people and then they put a noose around the woman's oh neck and put her up in the tree and, and make the like, guy hold her up on his shoulders. And they say something like, let's Eiffel Tower them. But it's not. But it is like that. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like tickling him and trying, you know, to get him to to step away so that she hangs herself or whatever. fucking dies. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, holy shit, this is like disturbingly dark for this. Like Really dark. For, like, yeah, for a 5.30 p.m. fucking program, <laughs> this is Straight to syndication sort of... kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, this yeah. is the clip you showed me, and I'm like, okay, we'll address this. And you're like, it doesn't have to do with the rest of the episode. I'm like, we'll see. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I mean, but it, it doesn't. Tricky dick, and that's about it. That's, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and the part that's crazy is, like, well, all of it. All of it is crazy. Uh, it's funny that there's such a disconnect between their goofy voices. Like, they're like, I'm Tricky Dick! Blah, 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 blah. But then it's like funny clown music, but then they're lynching two white people in the middle of a park. It's like, wow! Yeah, yeah. It's very questionable. It's something else. Oh my god. But then Nightman shows up. Okay, yeah. After yeah. way too long of them, like, way choking out long. on a, and the clowns just being maniacs to them, Nightman finally, oops, CGI's into the scene. He, like, flies. And they hit us with that sax, and his hair is blowing in the wind. And I'm like, this is why they made the show. Yeah, he, he blasts the noose with his eye blazer, and then she falls down to the ground, which still, you know, falling down from, like, standing on top of somebody's head would probably still blow, right? You could like, die. Right. Why didn't he catch her? What's up, Nightman? Um, and he, maybe he tries. Maybe he, like, blasts in and tries to catch her or whatever. <laughs> but then he, like, chases... 
Tricky, well, he goes to go fight Tricky Dick, and Tricky Dick is like, Agno, Bozo, get him, we'll fight to the death, and then he just runs away. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'll just let him go. <laughs> well, no, he runs and he gets in the car, and then he pulls out a Skytel pager that has been painted gold. <laughs> is it honest to God, like old-fashioned? Which you love. Yeah, You love right. that. And he, like, fucking checks his pages, and then a red cross graphic appears on the screen and makes a weird tunnel, and he teleports out of the back of the car. Yeah. This, this does happen. <laughs> so, and it's not explained. No, to no. Austin and I, we're like, what the fuck, did you know? No. This was new, <laughs> uh, completely new you. technology that we have given this guy, right? Like, wow. He, uh, we, okay. So, as soon as I saw the Red Cross, I, I definitely was aware that we were going to be in a Keys episode. Right? That's like his I, symbol. Yeah, because his ultra web symbol was that weird cross. The first episode okay. of this season, I'm not going to go into it too long. It's <laughs> called the Ultra Web. Keys, the same bad guy from this episode, introduces a special type of internet with a digital wallet, <clears throat> which he Ooh. is uh, using to brainwash people on the ultra web. And he, you can actually like take your mind into a thing. He kidnaps Nightman's father <laughs> and makes him into his like lieutenant in internet hell. And then kills him in the real world. His real father is, like, dead now because the internet devil, like, captured him and made, put his soul online on the AOLs. This is a universe where there's an internet hell and an internet devil. And the internet devil came out from internet hell and killed Nightman's dad. Well, he pulled Nightman's dad into Internet Hell and then killed him there, which yeah. killed him in the real world. That's what happens in Internet Hell, right? It's 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 a it's a world where there's an internet to which you physically are transported. Mm -hmm. You can get like real physical revenge on people on this internet, right. and you're like, if right. somebody cyber bullies you, you can like punch them in the face. Yeah, that's what we got to get going, guys. This Internet <laughs> Hell sounds pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got working on this internet hell thing? <laughs> Who's got working? Yeah, yeah. So that's this universe. That's what happens. <laughs> that's the opening scene. That's the opening we scene. Start, we go with like a sort of a lynching threat, and then we end with a teleportation to the internet. And then, you know what it's a good time for? Some fucking sweet, sweet sex. Oh, yeah. Theme Don't song. It doesn't start out that good, but you were liking all of it. You liked all the little drums. Oh, yeah. There's, like, a preamble segment. You like that? Like, it's, like, <laughs> cock-teasing you with it. Like, and it's like... The part I like is the sax. Yeah, and then we bust into sax. That's when I'm like, oh, Aaron's in his stories. More TV show theme songs need sax solos performed by the lead actor of the show. Yeah. I really think so. I agree. I think that could have been good on mod. <laughs> like I would like I was almost more like I was always disappointed to learn that the character being a sax player is like a thing and not just like a random something they threw into that opening credit. <laughs> <clears throat> 
Or if it was an ability <laughs> that was granted to him by the lightning strike, it that would like also be, be better, related. right? Yeah, but it's it's not. He just he's still doing jazz. He just does nothing during the day, but he can't sleep. Yeah. So we love the theme song. We love the flying. Um. Then then we go to internet hell, and it looks like a red rave. And he's the internet devil himself, who's an actor of some regard for this series. I think he's maybe one of their bigger gets. Yeah, it is. Um. His, he plays Tig on Sons of Anarchy. Ooh. If anybody uh, is a Sons of Anarchy fan, he is a very fun character actor. He's done a ton of shit. Not this. Yeah, Kim Kim Coates is his name. Yeah, yeah he's one. he's one of those people that say, if, yeah. if you saw him, you'd probably be like, oh, it's that guy. It's one of those that guys. That's the internet devil for sure. <laughs> I know that guy. So he is chewing out Tricky Dick in Internet Hell, and he's like, listen, man, your bit's not working. And Tricky Dick's like, I'm going to keep doing it anyways. Yeah, this is this is where I was like, okay, so if we're, if we're thinking of this in the context of, like, a superhero show, I guess Tricky Dick is essentially a Nixon-themed Riddler yeah. who performs, like, lethal pranks a la <laughs> the Joker. Yes. Yeah. Very he's prank like he, he's he's compelled to do pranks, but then they have like weird little lethal twists to them, and it's all like Nixon themed. It's terrible, muddy theming that <laughs> speaks to the whole episode, really. <laughs> uh, also, you know what it kind of reminded me of was that high school at Saved by the Bell that did Mary pranking too much. Oh, <laughs> you mean Valley? Yeah, they fucking Valley all over again. Murderous with, pranksters. With Principal Spanky? Oh, do not. He will get <laughs> Spanky will get got by Dick. You just see. Yeah, you could you could see one of those Valley guys going on to be this tricky Dick. Right, like a low rent. Yeah. Nixon themed yeah. Riddler without totally. riddles, but with mm-hmm. fatal pranks. So hey. Yeah. It's just a fatal prank, bro. <laughs> Turn to head up the candidate security detail. Ah. Don't announce anything yet, all right? Just give me a little time. I want to tell you I'm feeling here. Hey, Riff, I want to talk to you. You all right? Hey, 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 hey. Wait up, wait up. What you want? I'm in a hurry. Oh, yeah, why's that? Oh, but before you check me out. <laughs> Perhaps you should deal with them. <laughs> and disappeared. My guess, the Ultraman. Keys again. (laughs) 
To Nightman's house for the first time, or yeah. as I like to call it, Night Manor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Night Manor is above the House of Soul, which is the jazz club that Nightman performs at. Wow, he does like jazz. Yeah, this is the whole life other than the constant crime solving and karate <laughs> and karate. But he incorporates the karate into the crime solving and youth outreach. He does oh. a lot of youth outreach. He's reaching those youths. Yeah, big brothers, big sisters, shit. He's yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna back you up for just a moment. Karen. Yeah, go right ahead. Um, I'm a little <laughs> surprised that you that you didn't note the uh, the closing of that scene with uh, with Tricky Dick and and the bad guy when he had all of his followers chanting "We want Dick." Oh, is that mm. this scene? Yeah, thanks, Austin. That's a great Dick, 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 Dick. Yeah. Yeah, oh, right, so, so, the, here's... They're already having a rally? Yeah, here's one thing that we skipped over. Yeah. Tricky Dick teleports to the Internet Devil's house. <laughs> and then the Internet Devil is like, by the way, we've got to go to a party. And they teleport to a political rally this that he is holding for himself <laughs> for a run for mayor. Which, he's just running for mayor, yeah. Which, as far as I can tell... Keys came up with during the conversation that they were having because it w it wasn't previously established that Keys was trying to run for anything, and or maybe it is. It, it's it's murky, real murky. <laughs> but then they teleport to another thing that's a rally, and it is a rally filled with like red shirted and red hatted chanting like. Tattooed dude bros. Mm -hmm. dude bros. Like yeah. teen white males. Like an incels yeah. dressed in Trump gear. Yeah. You could say. And so this is, everybody drink because that's our first political rally. Not our last. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not the last. It's a real political show. Yeah, they start that plot line early, but without much aplomb. And then, yeah, the, the dick chant. Gotta love it. So now Keyes is running for mayor on top of everything else, too. Yeah, that's what sort of kicks off the 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 plot of the episode, I guess. It's yeah, is that Keys Keys announces like a a late bid for for mayor, which is hilarious. Like the I don't know why. I guess they wanted to be able to end with the results of the election. The 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 pacing of all of the 
mayoral election stuff is just like laughably brisk like they make a whole big deal about how like the election is literally days away and he's entering the race and everyone's like yeah that that's not gonna work yeah and then they have like you know overnight they'll be like oh our morning polls show that he's taking a lead and it's like morning polls don't happen that fast (laughs) they do in the nightman universe nightman's up there like dropping those polls for people it's like the entire like rise and fall of this guy's political career shakes out in the course of like four days right yeah yeah three days before the election and one day after right right exactly exactly I don't know, you check in with Johnny Domino about that back at Night Manor. He's just watching some TV in the daytime. Because what else the fuck is he going to do? <laughs> and they're like, gee, it looks like this shady political party might be cheating. And he's like, gee, I hope not. <laughs> and and Raleigh is like, well, he's definitely not going to win. Because I've been campaigning for so-and-so, so-and-so. Lady Lady McGillicuddy. Like, so can't possibly win right so yeah the, the scene does a nice job of establishing so so you've got the internet devil who's running for mayor oh shit and then yeah. you've got the like establishment mayor who's running for re-election and he's the one that gets interviewed and is like ah oh, it's too late to get into this race he'll never win and then you have the <laughs> the, the quote-unquote the good candidate um the white hat of the group that's the sort of, you know, the African-American community activist who's challenging the incumbent who the main character's best friend has been knocking doors for. I mean, so it's very clear, like, who's good, better, like, who's least bad, most bad, worst, who you're <laughs> supposed to root for in all of these scenarios. Like, they lay it all out there pretty pretty quickly for you. That's what I think too, Austin, but then not everybody votes the right way. Well, of course, of course. <laughs> the writing's a little hackneyed in this thing called real <laughs> damn life. But yeah, it is, it is, it was hard for me to tell, obviously we in 2020 roll our eyes pretty hard at the uh, naivete of, well, there's no way that he could win because I've been knocking on doors for weeks to get out <laughs> the vote for my preferred candidate. And we're like, ah, oh, you poor chumpity chump. But I was not entirely clear if the show at the time was trying to poke fun at that notion or if they still legitimately thought that was true. Right. I mean, 97 is pretty late to be kind of like not cynical about the process or whatever. Right, like 97 is no 2020, but it's also no like 1957 either. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to think they still pretty jaded at that point in time there was the whole reagan thing like he was the first celebrity president i think i don't know was lincoln a sub i don't know but, but we, it's been bad for a while that's all <laughs> he's kind of a celebrity so so yeah uh, you know all, all of that's going on really taking off this mayoral race i don't know who you guys are voting for but you know what i'm voting for jazz 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> We gotta vote for karate over here. Um. Oh, oh, Austin, tie break this shit. Oh, I'm totally voting for karate. Oh, mm. fuck you guys. Okay. Karate 2020. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's about the chops you don't do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Johnny Jazz, Johnny Domino the Jazz Man is sucking on a sweet sax. 
in the middle of the mayor campaign for the nice lady. For, no, for the incumbent. No, for the incumbent. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's pretty realistic that he would be playing for the white guy with money. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah, you know, all of those political rat, those uh, political party campaign events that have, like, sweet blues jazz playing at their parties. <laughs> so long as it's jazz by a white guy, because he's the establishment, mm. right? Right, right. Mm. So yeah, no, the jazz is admittedly pretty sweet, though, and some people are talking about more mayor stuff. Yeah, so so we were trying to do unfolding dual setup crime. We're trying to yes. imply that Tricky Dick's ability to teleport between these two locations is giving him some sort of cover so that he can simultaneously set up the incumbent mayor in a sex scandal. Here we go. And then the the other woman, I'm not a hundred percent sure what the plan is to do to her. Definitely disassemble her stage so that she falls down like an idiot. Yeah, that's it. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> there is also a scene where we follow very detailed Lady Tricky Dick planting some vote for the incumbent guy materials on somebody at the event. Like there's mm. going to be some sort of fucking investigation about it. We never follow up on it, but we spend a quite a... I was just like, <laughs> why are we doing this right here, right? That's for the yeah, I think they. I think they say at one point that after her stage collapsed, which I guess was like the worst possible thing that could have happened to her, the they like investigated the the scene of the crime so to speak the cops and found the campaign material from the other incumbent mayor and so the idea is supposed to be that they're taking out both candidates at once in terms of like look at her she fell off her stage she's a goofus and the stage collapsed because this other candidate sabotaged it so he's up to no good as well and you're like yes because saboteurs carry around like pamphlets and buttons for the <laughs> for the other guy it'd be like if the you know uh uh the guys breaking into watergate had vote nixon buttons in their pockets right yeah <laughs> they left left some pamphlets campaign flyer in the in the door on their way out or something why wouldn't they yeah, yeah, deep political intrigue. Let's go back to the sex scandal a little bit. So we're at the incumbent <laughs> first political rally of the night. No, second. I will lose count right now. So they're there. And this blonde lady, like, goes up to stand the incumbent mayor. But what she does is she drugs him. So in communist Russia, hot blonde drugs politician. <laughs> Great reversal. She goes up to him and is like, oh... I'm such a big fan. Can I get your autograph? And he's like, sure. And then she makes a joke about the pen and standing in attention or whatever. And I'm just like, how many people actually get autographs from the mayor? Yeah. Mayor autograph. Because this guy rolled with it. He was just like, yeah, of course I'll sign an autograph for you, hot blonde lady. <laughs> this happens all the time. Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't think it does. <laughs> so here's that awkward sexual Batman you were talking about. Mm -hmm. It's this hot mm -hmm. interplay. And then she tries to frame him and he just passes out. So that's... Cool. Yeah, and she basically functions as like a poor woman's Catwoman in the, like Selena Kyle and from Batman Returns, where she's yeah. just like, 
all double entendres and stuff as she as she drugs this this mayor. And then yeah, Tricky Dick's there, kind of orchestrating that. Or I forget. He's just he's just prancing about, mm-hmm. sinister. Flouncing. He's still. His, the details are not important. Yeah, <laughs> Agnew and Bozo are oh. still hanging out with him. Despite the fact that he just totally ditched them there to get the asses beat, they are still, they are fucking ride or die motherfuckers for this. <laughs> Tricky Dick did something for him deep. They're a big clown club. And I found this one was like a lot more thought out than where they just bust up the other lady's stage. Yeah, oh. Much more devious. Much more tricky. The other one was the dicky. This is the chick. She got the dick. And so then uh, later on, Raleigh is at the lady mayor's thing, and he's pissed that they sabotage her with clownery. So he goes to the alley to try to beat the clowns up. But because he made Nightman a suit instead of himself ever, he gets beat the fuck up in that alley. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so so we're actually, we go back to the House of Soul, where everybody is licking their wounds over how bad everybody's political um, events went earlier in the day, question Pretty mark, because of all the political rallies that happen at 2 p.m. And Raleigh declares that he is fed up and he's going to go and take care of it. He runs outside and he gets beat up by clowns. But then, <laughs> in the next very next scene, he comes back in completely unfazed and then screams and raves about how mad he is about Keys because he has just seen a thing on television about how Keys' polling numbers the polling numbers from after 11 o'clock in the morning, but before 4 o'clock in the afternoon yeah, the are before. way, way up. And he's yes, going to keys, go... Keys is the internet devil. <laughs> he's going to go fucking take care of it. He's going to go, like, squish yeah. the internet devil problem, right? And then he leaves and goes to a rally. So this is, I think, our fourth rally now. Yeah. We're, we're, so now Raleigh's at the rally. Yeah, Raleigh's yes. going to the rally. Did he take the trolley? <laughs> to the rally? Did Raleigh take the trolley to the rally? <laughs> um, he, Nightman comes in, yeah. immediately demands, there is a, a whole, there's, there is an entire another main character, a female police officer who has an entire fucking arc in this, sure. but it is so small and boring and inscrutable that it's very difficult to, like, drag this, her into it, even. Just, she's just a cop lady. And so, he's like, cop lady, explain to me where other man went. Because story is with other man. And she's like, he was pretty mad. And he acted real crazy. And then he left. And he said he was going to the Keys rally. Yeah. Yeah, this is when, um, I think she, that gal, makes... A comment to him about how like someone should go John Hinckley on <gasps> on Keys the the Internet wow. Devil, and I was like, wow, that is a deep historical cut in terms of of uh, putting the idea of assassinating a politician in someone's mind. I, I feel like the 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 easy one to go for would be John Wilkes Booth or Lee Harvey Oswald, but. Mm-hmm. Instead, this show goes with the guy who tried to shoot uh, Reagan. And then, oh. of course, the guy who tried to shoot Reagan and shot him but didn't kill him, which I feel <laughs> is appropriate for this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me. 
Yeah, no one tried to take a shot at Nixon, did they? He just had to quit in disgrace. That was nice when that would happen. Mm-hmm. Back in the day. In the day. So, yeah, all that is happening. There's the intrigue, and it does seem suspicious that Raleigh just came in from being beat up to go do a president crime on a mayor. But, you know, let's see how this plays out. Yeah, they got a lot of rallies to get to. They can't, uh... We can't be smoothing over the transitions here. We can't yeah. dilly-dally. We've got to get to the rally. Let's take the trolley with Wally to the rally. <laughs> Don't dally. Oh, by the way, the police found evidence underneath the platform that indicates that Dodson's people were involved in this sabotage. Keys doesn't miss a trick. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, oh, oh. But, um, there's a tiger in there. I'm telling you, I saw what he wanted you to see. An illusion. I know it was. <laughs> Guess who's got who, Tricky? What about keys? I got some interesting footage on the eyepiece. You think you've won? Well, you're wrong. A good magician saves his best trick for last. Shut up! Oh, hey, you better head back. You're pushing the time limit on the hologram. Right. Well? It's a fake. Of course it's a fake. Trying to make us believe that you're a nightman. It's ridiculous. Right. Yep. <coughs> Delete. No dally, no dilly. We have to use our internet pager to boop, 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 because we're going to the cool one in internet hell. Let's go oh, to Keys' right. fucking campaign, and it's heating up. It looks still like the the foot soldier hangout in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but with red cyber lights. And they have an actress slash singer, Biff Naked, doing some, like, cool, fun lady Scott, getting all his incels horny or whatever. Biff Naked is a straight edge. Uh, performer at war was oh. at the time. Yeah, uh, Canadian singer songwriter, um, which is I'm sure how they got her for this. Um, <laughs> I know her mostly because she was on an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Nice. And contributed a song to the Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the album album. Oh, she, she played at the Bronze, right? Uh, she actually didn't play at the Bronze. No. She was there for. Uh, the fourth season when they were in college. Oh, so she was okay. at a college party. College mm-hmm. year. Did she try any N.O. or is she straight edge still? <laughs> yeah, she she was there for Buffy the Vampire Slayer the college year. <laughs> that sounds fun. I'll check out that year. So yeah, we're in a cool clown internet hell. There's just lots of fucking clown shit around. Bands are playing. 
And then everyone just quantum leaps in and out however much they want with these pagers. Mm -hmm. And well, okay. Yeah. So 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 Keys has both an internet devil rally going on and a real rally going on. Right. Right. In the real rally universe, Raleigh, who was all head up, Raleigh's shows at the real up, rally. And he's looking really particularly crazy. He's like doing really arch manic things with his face or whatever. <laughs> like stroking a gun. Yeah, and then he like goes into a room and there happens to be a gun in there. And he like aims it at Keys, who is in the middle of making a big speech. Just as Johnny Domino is coming in to try and find him. Johnny Domino and Lady Cop are both running around trying to find Raleigh to try and stop him from doing something rash when kapow gunshot out of the uh theater projection booth it hits uh he's uh he's he's like it hits the edge of his podium or something and like yeah. knocks him backwards and johnny domino finally confronts raleigh his best friend who has now just tried to assassinate an uh, an innocent man a scumbag but a man who like the law has but then, yeah, <laughs> Raleigh just like and like pulls his face off, and it turns out it's been Tricky Dick this entire time. <gasps> I'm surprised. Well, it, it it turns out that Tricky Dick is the one who shot the gun. <laughs> I am not entirely clear at which point the Raleigh that we were watching became Tricky Dick. Yeah. It's like right after he got beat up. Right after he got beat up. And, but where did, like, regular rally go? So regular rally, I guess, went right. to the internet right. so, devil hell. So Maybe, even, yeah. so let's, let's assume that the rally who was at the jazz club, who was told by the random lady that someone should John Hinckley uh, keys, which was clearly meant to, like, Chekhov's gun the audience this notion of like assassinating him let's assume that was actually Raleigh but then the Raleigh that showed up at the rally was tricky dick in disguise as part of this like frame job but then where did the actual Raleigh go after getting the idea of assassinating the candidate if he didn't go to the rally to assassinate the kid like that was foreshadowing something that only needed to be foreshadowed to us, the audience. Right. <laughs> there was no, like, in-story reason for him to have that conversation. Yeah. And we, we, this is where things start to get really muddy. Yeah. This is where we're between Rally 4 and 5 now, and... Oh, wait, yeah. So this is not even the first black actor to have a role in this. They just keep recasting Raleigh. Oh, right. This is also, this is the second Raleigh. Raleigh number two. The first Raleigh did not survive the first season. Yeah, uh, the girl, girl orphans told me about that one. Oh, mm. shit. Uh, so, yeah, so he peels off this mask, and I can't tell if it's meant to be, like, a Mission Impossible-style, like, just super awesome rubber mask, or if it's meant to be like internet devil computer technology hologram mask or if it just looks like a hologram mask because of bad late 90s cgi sure the answer is yes yeah and, well, here's the other thing is that it could have also been magic because oh, yeah. magic happens in this universe all the time right okay, like... cool 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 
that's what that scene needed was more confusion. There we go. More complicated. More, more ambiguous. Oh man, we're about to come up with like the most convoluted sequence in the entire thing. Pretty quick here. Okay, so so Tricky Dick yeah. takes off his mask, uses his sky pager to blast himself to the internet devil zone, leaving Johnny Domino framed for the attempted assassination of a two-day mayor candidate. Of a two-day mayoral yeah. candidate who he has already gone on record about hating. Because he like, everyone knows that he says that he's killed his dad. Killed and stole right. his father. And, and yeah. I assume that that Keys, the internet devil, is aware that Johnny Domino is Nightman? Yes. Oh, yeah. did he see it at the jazz club? Um, He knows it because the Ultra Web knows. That was another like yeah. thing that was kind of prescient about this, is like if the internet knows about it, if you're, it's connected to you too hard, it can find right. things about right. you. Yeah. Okay, so, so the show at least followed some narrative logic there because yeah, like, if, yeah. if he doesn't know that Johnny Domino is Nightman, why is he randomly framing this dude? Yeah. <laughs> Hit me, yo, fuck you, Johnny. Fuck this guy particularly. I mean, that's yeah. a good line, but what is the line that Keys actually says to him? Or no, it's what the Tricky Dick says it, but it's like, tell him, we got you, John, John. <laughs> it's like a really cool line. So yeah, the lady cop busts in and is like, well, it looks like you just shot a mayoral candidate. I'm going to arrest you. Even though we're friends, even though we're friends. Then we go to jail, and we have some jail hijinks. So Austin, yeah. you didn't know that he had a holographic pager, or that pagers could go into internet hell. What did you think was going on in this scene? Yeah, I I guess, I don't know. I think my, my <laughs> mind just stroked out. and like This is a great point to stroke out, yeah. I think I assumed that he must have gotten a hold of one of the Internet Devil <laughs> pager deals, and that that's how he got like out of jail. Yeah, but then they, they talked about. Pagers. But then they talked about how the cops were like, "Well, you could, you can't be Nightman because you were in jail the whole time." So I was confused, and I just chalked it up to some combination of. Me not knowing the show and the show not knowing narrative structure very well. There you go. Mm -hmm. from column A, from column B. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. So, okay. Johnny is being questioned. He's in a, an orange jumpsuit because he's been arrested for fucking murder. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bad day. Because this show is forever... I, it's so bizarre. Um, and... Which, Again, lickety split. Like yeah, this guy looks like he's been in jail for weeks. Like he's been processed. <laughs> he's in the like orange jumpsuit, despite the fact that he was presumably arrested hours ago. Yeah, like earlier this afternoon. Because yeah. the other thing is that they don't they don't understand narrative structure well enough to make an episode have like a clear morning, noon, night sort of right. thing. Like yeah. they totally. It's just like. Morning, afternoon, afternoon, morning, morning, afternoon, afternoon, night. And you're just like, whoa, what was that? Was it three days or two days that we just did there? And you're that, like, you have no idea. Two weeks. And you're like, yeah. huh? <laughs> That's intentional. It's because Nightman doesn't have days and nights. Mm. So that's how he feels. It's very confusing. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not entirely clear if these were up to four political rallies now. Five. No, I don't know. It's not unclear if these were all happening on one day or <laughs> one on each day 
or perhaps one a week. It could be any of those things. It could well, be all of those things. <laughs> it's only two days until the election, right? So they only have two days. But Yeah, it's a I lot of rallies. Just 48-hour rallies, at least in the internet. The yeah. streaming rally goes on the whole time. Yeah, the internet rally like, going on really, really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so during this conversation, oh, oh ah, we, we, we skipped a rally. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, we're going to skip a lot of rallies. <laughs> okay, so there, there's an initial conversation where he's been arrested, and they're like, and he's like, Raleigh went in there and did it. And they're like, ha-ha, that's silly. That's Raleigh behind you. Um, Like, nobody, like, people wouldn't, like, immediately, if, if you said, hey, no, this guy did it, they wouldn't ar- immediately arrest that guy, too, until they fucking, like, got to the bottom of it or whatever, right? Right, like, right. Uh, but they let him come in and talk to Johnny for some reason, like, because they're all super good friends. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's okay, Johnny, I've got a plan. I've got to go back to another rally. Yeah! And set a trap for Tricky Dick. So That's right. That's right. Raleigh and Cop Lady go back to yet another political rally, political rally number five, and set... Raleigh sets a computer internet trap for Tricky Dick so that his Skytail pager won't work on the way out. Lures him there somehow. I don't know how. Uh, (laughs) Posting pictures of his butthole on Instagram or whatever. And he just like... Tricky Dick shows up. He detects him showing up. And then he and Lady like capture him. And they're able to capture Skytail brand pager, name of go to internet shell, uh, hell. So, then, Raleigh takes internet hell pager and <laughs> Nightman hologram projection belt in to jail. Stuffs him in his asshole. Goes all the way into jail to talk to Johnny. Unbutts him. And then stuffs them in Johnny's front pockets. Because, of course, despite the fact that the lady cop went with Raleigh and captured Tricky Dick, she's like, well, that doesn't change anything. I still think Johnny tried to kill the candidate. Right, for sure. But the the evidence says he was right there with a gun. I'm not a crook. Yeah. She's like, well, then why did you even go with him? <laughs> like, like, he had a goal, he accomplished that goal, but that still wasn't good enough for you, so why did you even bother helping him accomplish that goal? Right, so, so, and then also, we let this capital murder suspect go back to their cell without checking their pockets right. at right. all. Nobody yeah. cares what a inmate in for murder takes back into their cell. Right. It was right. just a visit with another capital murder subject. What? <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, I thought, I didn't know it was an internet hell pager. I thought he just slipped him a gun and Nightman was going to blast his way out. But yeah, instead, Nightman teleports, uses the pager and belt shit that Raleigh bummed for him. He uses that to teleport into yet another political rally, the same one that's been going on in internet hell. And Nightman just starts beating the fuck out of everybody. Yeah. Well, first yeah. he... <laughs> Before he starts beating the hell out of everybody, everybody who may or may not be holograms, it was not entirely clear if they were all on the same physical plane to me or not. Oh, those incels? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. uh, Was he he just blasting them offline? Yeah, that's where I was. was, My router! 
<laughs> the, the, the relationship between the internet rally, the people there, and physical space was never terribly clear to me. Um, he video, so he records him with his with his nightman ocular uh, dealy bob crime eye. Yeah, yeah. He he records uh, the internet devil keys giving this rally as he like ramps up the, the rhetoric. And talks about how, like, you know, today we win the, the city, and then the state, and then the nation. And then they're all like, the nation, the nation. And they're doing a uh, oh yeah, totally, totally subtle uh, <laughs> uh, allusion to the, to the, uh, to the Nazi uh, Sieg Heil yeah. uh, salute. Why can't and, these people just stop Sieg Heilings and then it's always Sieg Heiling? So the idea is Nightman has has footage of, of this and then the incel bros go after him and he fights them and all of that and then and then teleports out of the out of that rally. Yep. He's like, I gotta go. My hologram has a time limit. Beep boop boop. But he does kick some Nazi ass, and we haven't seen that much Sig Heiling since Studio 60, Sunset Strip, and they had that Santa <laughs> Hitler or whatever. <laughs> Santa Hitler. That... I remember that. Uh... <laughs> Simpler days, easier times. <laughs> and now with his opening statement, independent candidate Kieran Keyes. <laughs> Welcome to the world of illusion and reality. <gasps> What's the matter, Nightman? Oh, are you confused? just like we said. Yeah, but there's a big difference between disappearing from a large hotel and vanishing from a projection booth. So what you're saying is that it doesn't make any difference? No, it does make a difference, just not enough to alter your situation. Hey, you made it. You look surprised. No. It, look, it is the first time I've ever programmed that thing, okay? Good. Well, you have to do it again. in prison like a good boy when lady cop comes by and she's like you know what it's not you even though key sends her some early video clip footage of nightman being nightman she's like you were here the whole time so this yep. is just a hunky look-alike and you this can is, go this was that was probably <laughs> that might have been my favorite scene of the entire episode <laughs> just because i was like Oh, this is this is a, a a life raft for me to cling to, in in that every vigilante based superhero TV show ever has done one of these scenes where the main cop character 
who doesn't like the vigilante but has begrudging respect for the way he gets the job done and may or may not have a complicated personal relationship with the vigilante's civilian identity is put in a position where they've caught the vigilante but are then shown footage or circumstances turn such that they can't they automatically are like oh no you aren't the vigilante even though they actually are right so we always get one of these where it's like this cop really doesn't like the vigilante and he got him but well there's alfred dressed up as batman so i guess we've got to let bruce wayne go right this also called deep fakes because nightman just said that he's faked it and now it's a thing that we can do with technology yay Oh, yeah, shit, there was shoplifting, the shoplifting oh, footage. Oh, yeah. There were totally deep fakes, too. too. Yeah, one of oh, those yeah, that was at the, so that was like the third rally. No, that, was, <laughs> yeah. that was technically a debate. That was a debate. It was that at the was, debate. That was after yeah. the rally with the prank podium, the, yeah, the nice lady who would want to win. There's footage of her totally shoplifting the shit out of Sears, like Winona Ryder. And she's like, that's not me, but it was. But it wasn't. It was a deep fake. He does have deep fakes ten years before they were invented. Yeah, and so they imply it was Tricky Dick, and here's my frustration. They already have a character who has the ability to morph his face. There's already a villain in the Nightman cinematic universe who can do this, but then for whatever reason they decided Tricky Dick just needs to use like an internet jizz sack to do it too. What was that guy's name? The shapeshifter. His name was Space Face. Oh, shout out Space Face. You got busted in this episode, buddy. You know, a lot of times people complain about how, by people I mean comic book nerds. Oh, those aren't people. (laughs) Yeah, complain, complain about how, like, there's no good original characters anymore. Like, you know, we had this wave of, you know, you, you get your Golden Ages, your Batmans and your Supermans back in the 40s, and then Marvel comes along in the 60s, you got your Spider-Man and your your Hulk and all that, and nobody makes good characters anymore. And you just, you realize at a certain point, there just aren't any good names left that haven't been used. <laughs> and so then you end up with Space Face, and frankly, Nightman. <laughs> what about Keys? Keys is that's fine. He's just like a name. That's his name, but because of keyboards, Austin. I guess, yeah, because he's an internet mogul. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's an influencer. So what you're saying, Aaron, is that uh, the show has a Clayface in its rogues gallery, but instead it just put its Riddler in an internet mask. Yeah, hundred okay. percent. Yeah, cool, cool. we just use, like we like used Mysterio, and Mysterio also happens to be able to change his face underneath <laughs> that fucking thing. <laughs> I mean, again, Tricky Dick is terrible theming. I guess we should go back and point out at one of the first political rallies, one of Tricky Dick's tricks, juggling. That's yeah. it. <laughs> it's his trick. And then also, uh, he's a shapeshifter now. So, uh, where should this tale end, gentlemen? Mm. Well, how about all good tales to start out with clown lynching? It ends on political intrigue. The mayors are sick of this mayor shit. Lady Mayor is sick of Keyes' shit. She calls him into her office to make him retire or forfeit. <laughs> and somehow, she ends up with the upper hand. How's this? Yeah, it's... It, it ends with political intrigue with a, uh, a side of child kidnapping. Yes, we were not done doing crimes. When this happened, I, like, checked the timestamp. I'm like, how much more show 
could there possibly be? Yes, we have the kidnapping of her children and also blackmail because the lady mayor has the footage of Keys being like real high key Nazi, and then he has her children. So they're at a bit of an impasse. Basically, she's like, this footage will destroy your career. Um, your political career. His political career that's approximately four days old at this point in time. Like a whim um, that he had. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is going to destroy that, which, sadly, I feel like today it would just guarantee his election. Oh. So she's like, you're going to have to drop out. And he's like, I'm not going to drop out. You should drop out. She's like, well, why would I drop out? To spend more time with your kids. Mm. And then she's like, oh, my God. And then it cuts to one of her kids getting picked up by Keyes' blonde lady and a couple of incel goons. couple of real chimos. Uh, why Why just one son did they take? Yeah, they only, I guess you only needed one. Yeah, because they showed earlier in the episode that she had like three kids or something. <laughs> yeah, no, just the one that she likes is the only yeah, one you got to keep exactly. track of. Yeah, <laughs> They figured out. They, they took the one she likes. So. Did Jeremy kiss the best kid? We're going to fucking take that one. And, and, and keep in mind, I mean, I, I assume nobody's watched this episode. <laughs> Nobody. This is all happening in, there's like five minutes left in the episode. Like, this is yeah. like, like the 11th hour plot point. <laughs> <laughs> this is an exhausting list of plot points. We're actually touching on it pretty faithfully. I uh, thank you, Aaron, for your expertise and willingness to unpack Nightman. Yeah, to... To, to dive through a Nightman episode, especially a late season two, because here's the thing, first season, like, fucking free-for-all, who gives a shit, like, we're just playing with things and what's an arc or whatever, and season <laughs> two is when you've got to, like, make your arc and, like, make convince people that you've got three more seasons worth of shit in your fucking head, and they clearly did not, really, there's <laughs> a bunch of whiff. There's a bunch of shit in their heads, but I don't think they understand... Basic plot structure. No. <laughs> so yeah, Nightman yeah. goes into the internet and rescues her kid. Yep. And that's the end. <laughs> he uses the pager. That's pretty much it. Uh, there are some mirrors that he punches. He finds the case. Like, are you okay? We gotta get out of here. And they Johnny Jazz pretty much right out. He like flies with the kid, or I don't remember. But yeah. He, he, like, laser blasts the mirrors with his Oh, right. He does, like, like, eye math and knows how to blast six mirrors and hit Tricky Dick. It's really... Ah. Uh, woof. Woof. And, and so then, presumably with the kid freed, the mayoral candidate is free to release the Nazi footage, which then tanks the... Keyes' uh, candidacy, and then she ends up winning the election. Thanks to the hard work and gumption of Raleigh. Yay, Raleigh. Oh, That's man. civic engagement, Raleigh. Right? Very civic engaged. He was knocking on doors for his candidate, too. Way to go. Yeah, yeah he phone banked. Yeah, fuck Keyes' Keys didn't see. He's not a good mayor. I remember when, like, being a Nazi was, like, disqualifying. I like that. Yeah, those are fun times. The 90s. Or at least, I mean, I'll at least settle for the time when the Nazis said the quiet part quiet. Sure, yeah, no, you it know? can't, I'll, you know. I'll take that, I'll take that as a good old days at this point. That's sad, <laughs> but it is. Right, I mean, that's that's the bar. That's the bar these days. Sick hail gazoon type. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Yeah, well, in this universe, the Nightman universe, which is ultimately a loving universe with karate, jazz, holograms, lasers, shapeshifters, um, Nixon is still in this universe. Men who live together. Just near continuous friends. political rallies round the clock. <laughs> While you taking the trolley to the rallies, the um, internet hell, internet yeah. devil. Does Nixon, does real Nick, Richard Nixon's file live in the internet hell? Uh, I undoubtedly, yeah. Wow. And um, and Johnny Domino's dad would be able to just get it from the police records downtown because Bay City keeps all federal police records 100% of the time. And he's able to get that sort of stuff. Wow. So, like, the dad, when he died in real life, did his body in the Internet hell just disintegrate into bits? Yeah, he like he like tortured him to death, oh, and he like shit. turned into like pixels or whatever when he died. Yeah, it that's, was pretty sad. That sounds like a good episode. I definitely remember when you were watching this series. Sometimes you would just talk to me, and I'd be like, "That doesn't sound right. That can't be true." <laughs> when you got to the episode where his dad was killed by the Internet Devil, how can that happen in a show that came out in 1994? And yeah, it is. It's it's. There's certain stuff that's like weirdly prescient about a bunch of stuff during this time. The the internet devil thing and okay, so keys specifically. In the first episode, there's the ultra web, which is he creates a, a an internet which is so convincing that he ma he makes it more desirable than reality. In this one, he tries to run for political office using his ability to find dirt on people and fake things using the internet, and in the next one, he, like, makes Apple Wallet on phones so that he can <laughs> keep God. track of what everybody's buying with their money so that he can blackmail them later because now he knows how much they spend on stuff. So, wow, they were throwing fucking plot spaghetti <laughs> at the wall and constantly, but they still have stuck. Yeah. spaghetti on this wall. <laughs> Get the eye lasers. Yeah. Um, I wish that more superheroes had hair that stuck out oh, of their costume. Yeah. That's let's, dope, right? Let's talk That's about common. it. Because we don't know if we have enough languished upon his form. It is beautiful. He is a hunk. Have, he has some luxurious locks. And he's got Real. a flowing mullet and a mask that obscures, you know, the top part of his eyes. Both of them, or is one out? Because I know he's Just got the one, one red eye. One out, yeah, one I'm not in. sure. I was going to ask about that. Like, what's the deal with the one eye? Like, I feel like... What, like, once it became clear that he has two working eyes in his civilian life, I was like... I mean, I get that it's that it's a laser, and that it, like, records stuff, and, like, it has, you know, high-tech capabilities, but mm -hmm. I still feel like having depth perception would be useful <laughs> as a superhero, even if the one remaining eye is, like, high-tech and filled with lasers. Oh, my God. That's why he's flying around bonking into seagulls all the time. Yeah. I love... There's... This... Okay, so... And his name what? isn't, like, Cyclops or anything. Like, there's no... Like, <laughs> it's... Even if he was, like, you know, obscuring his vision for the sake of his, like, shtick, I'd be like, okay, sure, whatever. But that's not the case here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was like, it, yeah, if he was like, you know, fucking dead shot or whatever, right? Where it's like his whole <laughs> right. deal is like, I can just hit you with, like, just with one eye or whatever. That's cool. But yeah, the, the, the super soldier uniform. Nobody explained why soldiers are going to want a, like, cape 
You know, like, nobody exactly explains right. why the right. army was like, hey, man, we really need to make sure that we can get a soldier who can, like, fly with, like, a cape and have, like, big pectoral fucking um, muscle things <laughs> and then also, like, project a hologram of himself, right? Like, this is... This... <laughs> Well, and it's and again, getting back to like the whole the the notion of you know there there just aren't any good like original characters anymore. Like I, I believe Nightman when he was created for Mal, who's Steve Englehart created him, and Steve Englehart is a, a, a veteran comic book writer mm-hmm. um, who's who's written you know everybody has their opinions as far as like who's a good writer, who's a bad writer. Everybody, like he's written some he's an accomplished writer. He's written some stories that are generally well regarded for both Marvel and DC. And it's like you you read the the circumstances like of this guy's origin and like his whole shtick and it's just like man, less is more sometimes. Like totally. It's so, like Spider-Man works because it's there's a simplicity of like everything stems from like spider. He's a spider man and all this like gimmicks extend from that and then there's the you know the uncle ben hook that gives him you know the the theme and the moral right. it's like okay so nightman start with your nightman like okay and, and even his enemies the vulture what does he do he looks a little bit like a vulture flies around you're, you're right, like, you're fucking... right. <laughs> he's, a, he's a thief he steals from other things like the vulture is a, is a carry-on yeah. bird and, totally you know, Doctor um, Octopus. It's you know, he's an evil scientist. It's it's the inverse yeah, of what could have a Spider-Man. Right, right. So, so like Space Face. Like, why does why is Space Face the name of their like shapeshifter shapeshifter guy? guy. Right. And you know, like there's in in a, in the previous season. So, okay, the comic book and the show have very little in common, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Than, this does not surprise me. Yeah, in, intellectual property, and then the, like, sleeping only one hour a night thing is totally, like, 100% shared between the two of them, but other than that, it's very yeah. little. Um, the, and the, so the TV show is a Glenn Larson mm-hmm. product, right? So yeah, fucking Magnum P.I., and, uh, you know what I mean? Like, he, yeah, Battlestar Galactica, Battlestar Knight Galactica. Rider. Yeah, he's a, he's a vet, right? Who has yeah. done fucking oh, yeah. all of it. So at the end here, he has so many, he knows that everything is theft, right? He's, he's been doing it for so long that he's aware that there's no such thing as a unique idea in this. So that <laughs> has made him, like, bizarrely shameless. Right. And now it's just like, who fucking cares? What, well, are we doing, are we doing Batman? A, a scene from Batman 2? Definitely we're doing a, Batman, a scene from Batman 2. Are we doing a scene from fucking, like, the new 007? Definitely, yes, we're doing one of those too, right? Are we doing a fucking Gold Knight? You bet we're doing a Gold Knight, you know, like... Hell yeah, jam it in! Yeah, anything. <laughs> just cram it all in there. Um, because he doesn't, you know, the, the, the editorial eye was like somebody else's job, uh, right. apparently, right? Somebody had to dot the eyes, mm. the crime eyes. See crime at night. The, <laughs> the time for you to prosper is now. In my very own funhouse. You're too late, Nightman. Because I'm now leading at the speed of life. 
Yesterday's unexpected resignation of candidate Kieran Keyes has sealed tonight's victory for Councilwoman Marion Price. like every you know every comic book character or or through the years develops baggage and and you know you can run through a history of spider-man and come up with like all kinds of like crazy ass stuff that he's done and different like powers and tools that he's used through the years and all that it's like it's nightman he's he's six years old not even at the point that this show airs like he hasn't had enough time to develop all of these like extra twists and turns and convolutions in his equipment and his whole shtick and all that but here we are right here we are what an amazing journey throughout an endless day and night of nightman (laughs) style life uh austin did you find this episode particularly special um i mean a little bit it was it was um as aaron said eerily prescient in in many ways in the the role of of the internet the role of the internet in politics the role of of nazism in politics yeah, Nazi internet um, politics. um yeah um so yeah in, in that regard certainly there was there was some specialness um it was it was uh it was special as far as not being terribly well constructed, yeah. <laughs> narratively speaking. That's for sure. It's special in terms of being a comic property that's unpopular when people won't stop eating them up for dinner. For sure. Well, it's super. I mean, it's super funny when you just stop and think about Nightman had a TV show, had like a live action TV show before fill in the blank i mean any mm. any like famous comic book character you can come up with would probably fit in that sentence most of them yeah. outside yeah. of like you know superman maybe well right. whole cray, you say, well, whole cray. yeah um but outside of those like those classic dcs and i mean in the marvel in the mcu he, like this is this is at the same time we're doing fucking x-men the animated series and stuff right mm-hmm. we're we're mm-hmm. we're still like really limitedly flexing our, our our moving fucking uh comic book intellectual property stuff and then here we are deep right. in the shit because of Glenn Larson because because some Yahoo fucking signed a contract with somebody probably before you bought this studio, <laughs> right? That guaranteed him the ability to try and fucking make this fucking show, right? To the Yahoos. Uh, Aaron, I know this is your little darling of a show. Uh, first of all, thanks for coming on. Always fun to have you. 
Uh, shout out to you being my husband now, because the last time you were on this series, we did a Magnum episode, and you were just my very long-term spouse. Yes. Oh, shit's you got legal, y'all. Yes, yeah. You got fucking legal. <laughs> and signed the contract. And in that kind of news, right? We signed the contract like gay hoos. Uh, congratulations to Ryan and our podcasting mate has gone off and gotten married as well. Congratulations, <laughs> Ryan and Diana. Diana. They went and got married. Isn't that fantastic? Our homie, we miss you. Yeah, we're all we're all married up now. Right? Sorry, ladies and gents, the market's closed. <laughs> this is your last chance, everybody. If you really like podcast nerds, you can't get there. Also, Aaron, as my precious husband, what did you think was special about this episode? Oh, so, well, I honestly just the red hats, like political rally, yeah. um, psych- psychopathic political rally thing. One hundred percent, I like. I watched that, it made me do a fucking double take. I was just like, oh my gosh. Because this show also, it had a cameo by Donald Trump in it. In season one? In season one. In, this, in the Space Face episode. Space, Space Face puts on Donald Trump's face and goes in and withdraws money from Oh no, that's yeah. just like the real Donald Trump. Yeah, right. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't like that. Oh, uh, yeah. But no, the, as soon as I saw the red, the red, thugs, and also the fact that, you know, Keys is kind of like an internet entrepreneur who has absolutely no spirit or soul or whatever. Yeah, he's a real Elon Musk type. And, um, I think at the time it was meant to be kind of a joke because back in the 90s or whatever, most of the people who were still super heavily involved in, like, internet shit were all don't be evil ex hippies type right. who were trying to like make the world a better place so the idea of like a ruthless internet ceo was like haha that's a new thing it's a right twist. <laughs> and in the 90s there wasn't even an internet hell to go to in real life because there wasn't even any websites to go to except www.nightman.com that we end this with on a title card <laughs> I know you've gone there with the Wayback Machine. How is it? Uh, it's awesome. They they have a really <laughs> great animated GIF of Nightman. Oh, like uh, they use a, a trick where like the left hand side of the GIF is one GIF and the right hand side of the GIF is another GIF, oh. so that it looks like it's got more animation segments than it does. Right? It's got like four frames on one side and six frames on the other, so while it loops, it, like, moves the two pieces around. It's very effective. That's jazz, baby! <laughs> and there's a Flash game that I can't get to play. I have downloaded the file, but I can't get the game to play, and I want to play it so bad. But this isn't the Flash, it's Nightman! No, I'm joking. Uh, yeah! Yeah, gosh, what did I, your host this evening, find special? Well, I find it special how my genius husband likes it. <laughs> Like a dog and a smell. Um, I think it's very special when they see... So we didn't talk too much about the CGI effects, but they're mm-hmm. certainly here, and they're certainly early, and they're very cheap. And I like when Nightmare's flying through the night, being a man. I like his little outfit and how his fucking one-eye mask has that mullet hole. So that's the best part, is watching <laughs> the top of his luxurious locks like flow through. Like his whole... Why did Raleigh just design this mullet-based outfit? And then he found a mullet guy. He's like, you... You've got to wear this shit. Yeah. Again, the army was just like, we need to let these boys fucking mullets flow. If, we're gonna <laughs> I mean, have this if, if there's anything soldiers are known for, it's their long, luxurious locks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the army's not like, we need to protect their heads or whatever. I need to let them locks 
slow. <laughs> you need to let their mullets breathe. Does the suit let them fly or what? Yeah, it's wow. like part of the belt. And it, it's a, yeah, it's an anti-gravity system. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, if I'm flying, I definitely want my locks out, so that's nice. Um, And I learned that if you die in the internet hell, you, d- you die in real life, too. So that's exciting. Yeah, so my question, if his dad died in real life because he died in the internet hell, when Johnny Domino was beating up those people who were connected to the Keys Internet Rally, were there, like, teenage bodies fucking dying in their living room connected to their ultra-web computers? Did, like, a whole bunch of parents just come home to a bunch of, like, executed fucking children in front of their Pokemon stations, right? Like You love to see it. That's the start of the next episode. Mm. It's a bunch of dead teens. I would watch season three if that was the plot for sure. Yeah. You would watch season three no matter what. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Well, Aaron, when you're not watching Nightman, which these days is some of the time mm-hmm. at least, where can our listeners keep up with you online? Uh, you can go to Twitter.com and you can find me at Jarvitron, J-A-R-V-I-T-R-O-N. Uh, that's probably the best place to find me. Find him there. Uh, Austin, when you're not doing nothing all day and Saxon all night, where are you online? <laughs> yeah, you can find me, uh, blowing my sax on Twitter <laughs> at, at Austin Garten, and, uh, you can read my writing at therealgentlemanofleisure.com, which, I don't know, someday in, uh, some point in time, we'll probably have some Nightman comics on it. Ooh, I cannot wait. Tag Aaron, for sure. <laughs> Uh, as for me, your host this evening, when I'm not recovering from juggling into a prank podium, I'm also online. I'm Carolyn Main on Twitter, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-M-A-I on Like the Street. I also am on Patreon. You can get some postcards from me there. And I'm online doing stuff all the time. Find me there, playing jazz, hanging out, being cool, doing clown pranks at night. And for this, this podcast that you are listening to right now with your red eyes and crime halls, we are a very special episode. You can find us at a very special episode podcast.com or Twitter at AVSEpod. Uh, you can email us for further suggestions of shows, AVSEpod at gmail.com. And pretty soon, I think, in fact, for our next episodes, we're going to be doing summer seasonal choices so we're talking about that with ourselves and we'll probably put out some votes to you audience members last year we did our the one season wonders and those were very fun so please keep up with those and what else we are on itunes stitcher google play podbean facebook we are avse pod and that is about it for our show so yeah i'm reminding you for a very special episode that Sometimes having superhero shows and doing crime is all about the clowns that you don't kill. <laughs> yeah, that was this ABC on your home PC with some VIPs of SBTB. Was it Austin G, Dr. DB, RAT, or the C What the heck was with that TV? This podcast is kind of funny. Excuse us all, cause we gotta go pee. That was a very special episode. We dissected that shit from head to toe. Did the time fly by or was it slow? Got so many life lessons. Oh, how we've grown. Seen so much TV that we're gonna explode next time.
Haha, <laughs> that's silly. Nobody cares. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. You can get, like, real physical revenge on people on this internet. This internet hell sounds pretty yeah. good. Hell yeah, jam it in. Yeah, anything. Just cram it all in there. Like, we need to let these boys fucking mullets flow. Oh, I don't like that. Have you ever heard of the Nightman? Because the ultra web knows. Oh my god. Yeah, I might be the only person who cares about Nightman in the universe. Yeah. I... This footage will destroy your career. Uh. So that's what I know about Nightman. <laughs> <laughs>